Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair, yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah, and how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household, so anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you can have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. 
Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's been approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It is time for the Almost Famous Podcast. We have Marissa Gunn on today to share everything that she, well, that we ask her about her relationship with Riley, where to go wrong. Um, but we also uh, have Bachelor Headlines. This is a great off-season episode. Ashley, it is the off-season. Um, we're just checking in. How is Jared doing? A lot of people have been asking, and well, I think you're the right person to give us the answer. Oh, well, Jared had COVID, yeah. Um, but, you know, not not a big downer. He has been fine. It's been like a bad cold. Mm-hmm. He had maybe two days where he was pretty much just chilling in bed. But there was one day he was like putting shutters up on the house. And then yesterday he's in fine. He's been keeping his distance from Dawson. Um, hasn't held him for like four or five days. So that's made him sad. Yeah. Um, but no, he's, he's been fine. It's all good. good. He's been masked up and, you know, staying six feet apart from yeah. me. And resting. But, you know. He needed some okay. rest. You yeah. know, the first day he was off and he was feeling, you know, pretty normal. Yeah. He, he had a smile on his face and he was feeling kind of, uh, free because yeah. he had no choice but to relax. Yeah. And that's kind of the day that he needed it. Mm. Couldn't have been him. Couldn't have been up to him to be like, you know what? I can go check on the shop. Like I should be down there. Like there was no I shoulds because he shouldn't. He should have been in bed. That's right. Well, good for him. Uh, like we said, we just got to jump into it. We've got a huge episode today. Uh, it's a great off season episode. And well, this is the Almost Famous podcast, so it's always going to be a good episode when you're listening and we're around. So hey, <laughs> stay tuned for Marissa Gunn. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. 
A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, we have for the first time on the Almost Famous Podcast, Marissa Gunn. Hey, Marissa. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for being here. I'm going to start it off and be blunt and wild. Marissa, what happened with you and Riley? (laughs) Tell us everything, because we know that you've like shaded him a little bit on social and so have your friends. I did what? 
I feel like it's been kind of like shady. I have not been shady in any sort of way. Okay. Wait, what friend was recently on and she was like, there was like a shady caption that we read a couple weeks ago. And I don't mean shady. I mean, like it alluded. Oh, I know what it was. You did an interview and you alluded that some people, maybe your ex-fiance included, weren't really there in paradise for love. And you said it's hard finding that out in the aftermath. I didn't say that they weren't there for love. I think that it's just like some, like being in the circumstances we were in, it became reality, like coming off of the show, you know, like, and sometimes who you meet on the show is not who they are after the show, if that makes sense. Um, I'm not trying to shade in any way. Like I, everything we, (laughs) our whole relationship was legit of course like I loved him from the bottom of my heart I'm sure he loved me back um but yeah it just it just didn't work out there's no shade I mean it's 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 a difficult situation where yeah the the reason this is so um so much on our minds one, we do have a question for you that we've been asking for a year now about Bachelor in Paradise that we can never figure out about you. That will come later, and our audience knows what that is. It's a good question, but we're curious, um, and we've been waiting to ask you. But the um, the reason this is such a big deal to us is because we're such we we were and are such big supporters of you. Um, it was really awesome this year to watch you shine and to watch your story unfold. You had a crazy story. Like that's what we watch this show for is to see stories unfold. And from dating Connor and seeing Riley come down the beach, it's like for us, we were very invested into you. And I think many are, this is all coming from a place of a lot of investment. I was just as invested as everyone else. Yeah. (laughs) Like I was just as invested as everyone else. Um, Clearly I, there are things I would go about in a different way um, knowing now, but yeah. It, it was, it was tough. I mean, I was just invest as invested. I like coming on the show. I had never watched it, like watched any of the franchise or anything. Got sent home the first night, you know? So me, I'm thinking, Oh, this is like, we're all going to be looking for love. We're all going here to find love, you know? And for me, um, I think with the, like with Riley and I's relationship, how it started like so unorthodox like now I know like I'm older I'm more mature now I've been here like I know what I want in a man like I think I was like unsure like going into that that sense when did you feel like the first signs of it going south happened (laughs) um I mean clearly you guys saw me on the beach all the time like breaking down thinking he was not as into me as I was him. Like I was all in, so in love um, from day one, you know, and that's kind of where it started. Like the feeling that I had there in paradise was kind of the feeling that just continued to go on. So yes, I get upset with myself. You knew it right then and there, but you were just trying to like work through the circumstances and thinking like, oh, you're kind of being a little nuts. Like he's so into you, especially when you see it on TV, like he's not into anyone else doing anything, you know? And for me, the, the feeling still carried over throughout our whole relationship. Understood. 
I, uh, it's understandable. I mean, I can relate. You, you're on this show and it's romantic and there's people in your ears and there's friends in your ears telling you exactly, you know, Hey, this is a good thing. No, like, don't worry. You're just, you're stressed out. And then exactly. And it's like, so weird. It's like, you can't, these are people you're just meeting. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, especially for me. Cause I was in the franchise, but not really in like bachelor nation, hanging out with everyone, had a lot of friends, you know? So it's like, how can you really like listen to what these people are? Like you take their advice and everything. Right. But then you carry on to the real world. Now it's like, you don't want to listen to your real, your friends outside of the show because they have no idea what we just went through. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then being there with people that you're just meeting, but at the time, like they're like your best friends, you know, because who else are you going to be able to talk to? And they're gassing you up like, oh no, he's so into you. He's so into you. You're, you're kind of losing it, you know, and you start to think you're losing it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then when you get engaged, you're like, oh, they were right. (laughs) Yeah. You were eliminated night one on Peter's season Mm -hmm. and you were, and you said you hadn't really watched the franchise before. So when you were eliminated night one, were you kind of like, ah, gave it a whirl, didn't work out, not for me? Or was it like, oh, man, like, this is devastating. I'm going to go home and tell everybody I was I was sent home on night one. And then as a follow up, how shocked were you to hear from producers that they wanted you in paradise? Well, so for... Like being eliminated night one, really, I was like, you know what? They were asking me, how does this make you feel? All this stuff. I'm like, honestly, his loss. Like he lost out on getting to know a girl, like a good girl, you know? And mm-hmm. so it didn't really hurt me or offend me at all. It was, I would have rather gotten eliminated night one than week four, you know? Uh-huh. So um, it didn't, it didn't hurt me. And then when they asked me to come back to paradise, I was I was really shook, especially because I'm like, and they were like, you're the new grocery store Joe. So then I'm like, who's this grocery store Joe guy? I got to figure out who he is. You kind of, you've kind of, you kind of became him or I guess now people will be referencing you when, uh, when somebody goes home on night one and and they bring them back in. You're, you did, you became a huge character. I think I said last week, I thought I saw you in some Instagram videos. You now have friendships within this world, right? Do you feel a part of Bachelor Nation now? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've made so many great friends. Demi, one of my best friends, like her and I are like two peas in a pod, call us Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Um, And then Deandra, she's like my sister. And Ivan, oh my gosh. Ivan is like my brother. I, he, I tell him everything. He's great. He was like, when he went, when he got sent home on paradise, I cried. I Mm. cried. I was like more upset that he got sent home. I'm like, my therapist is gone. Mm. Aw. Could there be a possible romance between you and Ivan? (laughs) I think Ivan has a girlfriend. Actually, I know I have a girlfriend. Oh. So no, that's too bad. That'd be so much. But maybe that's the only reason why. We we don't have to have her answer that. We we'll, we'll let Pia. Giggles are all we need. Yeah, well, giggles are all we need. Now, um, you know, you your time obviously on The Bachelor was short. You go to Paradise, things happen. What advice now uh, do you have looking back on your time now there? You just said, you know, you're questioning things on the beach. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you weren't listening to your gut or you didn't listen to your gut necessarily because it was hard to, it was confusing to. So if, if there's a future contestant listening to this podcast, what advice would you give them while, if they were in that same situation? I would say, um, just stick to your gut, like stay true to your gut. If you feel something, it's probably for a reason. Absolutely. And know what you want. Well, knowing what you want going into it is different than knowing what you deserve and what you need. Um, if that makes sense, because you can want something so bad, like a, like my shiny quarter and penny reference. It's like, you can know that you want something, but it might not be what you need and what you deserve. Hmm. Yeah. Like, make sure you know going into it, the questions to ask, the relationship you want to be in, um, the future that you want. Like, make sure you're compatible, like, with your, um, with how you want to raise kids, how you want to have family, things like that, where you want to live. Um, I made the mistake by trying to sacrifice everything going into it for love. But I mean, I don't think it was really a sacrifice. I mean, when you're in love, that's what you do you know? So honestly, I, I don't know. I'm still questioning it myself. Where are you living? I live in Atlanta right now. Well, back. Okay. Okay. Were you, did you have any intentions on moving before? Did you move? I did. Yeah. Yep. I moved to New York. Um, we were living together for a little bit. Mm -hmm. So are you dating at all now? Again? I mean, so Going into the show, I clearly want love. I want marriage. I want babies. Like that's all that that's what I want to do. And so now recently, I know I haven't been on a date before. I did go on a date uh, a few weeks ago. I mean, I'm still trying to go on dates. I was like, at this point, I'm like gonna put an ad out because I'm like, <laughs> of course. I can't find somebody just sitting in my house all day, mm. like all the time, you know? So, and I don't like to go out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Same. I feel you. I'm dating. I'm, okay, good. I'm trying to date. You okay? got out there. I'm finding my husband. Is this person that you went on a date with from bachelor nation? Oh, absolutely not. No, okay. and, no. And I, he's not, he's not even in the picture. The date, the date was fun, but date. Date's over. over. Date was just one date. Date's yeah. over. Yeah. But you say that, like, you don't want to date anyone from Bachelor Nation. Would you go no, on Paradise I again? Say that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so you'd be down. You'd be possibly down to date somebody from Bachelor Nation. Yeah, there's a lot. There are, listen, there are, an, there are so many amazing people that come out of Bachelor Nation. Okay. Um, I would, I would be open. Yeah. And would you be open to Paradise again? Mm. I would because yeah. I say that to say I I would be very open to going to paradise because my first initial time or like the first time I went into paradise I went into it with the right reasons right intentions and I would do the same thing this time you know and I do believe that it actually works you know well I do believe it it's just it takes two to tango you know you see you see a lot of success stories too from bachelor yeah. in paradise where somebody went on had a very serious relationship, kind of learned 
more about what they were wanting and then come back on and find somebody that becomes their partner, which leads me to um, this question. What are you looking for now? You've mentioned a couple of times that you know what you're looking for. You leave, you've at least learned some things that you're looking for that maybe you didn't have before. What are those things? Yeah. I mean, I'm looking for, you know, someone that knows what they want um, and doesn't just say it. They know what they want. They want to, they're very ambitious. Um, someone that wants the same things I want. And it's just, it's just, it's so, I guess like when you know, you know, like mm-hmm. the, um, I know the right questions to ask, you know, like I know not to just fall in love with somebody right away that says, Oh, you're pretty, you know? And I want to take you on a date. And that's kind of like the mistake I made before. I feel like I was just so ready for love that I would like, I would take anything at that point, you know? And now I've found myself, I've done a lot of like pub, I've been through therapy, a lot of things like that. And I just know my worth and myself now. Cause at first I feel like I was kind of going down, like to make this person happy rather than um, meeting or like making each other grow, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. That sounds like what Tenley Molazon said to me in Bachelor in Paradise, my first season. Who? She said, she, Tenley, Tenley Molazon, uh-huh. she said something along the line. She calls it a, a whimsical attachment. Um, it's somebody that you needed to meet to create a stepping stone on the path to finding the right person. That's exactly, that's exactly what it's like. And I don't regret anything at all. Um, I learned so much, not only like just about life, but about myself, you know, being able to do this and go through that experience. And we did jump into everything like fairly quickly, but it's because I knew what I wanted. Like from day one, I said, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to let, you know, that's what you do when you're engaged, (laughs) when you get married. Yeah. Yeah. Did you at all, um, you just said that you, when you know, you know, did you mm-hmm. feel like, you know, you know, with Riley or did you feel more like it was, there was that hesitation because you did say that you had that insecurity. So maybe like what you're looking for in the next relationship would be like no insecurities. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. No insecurities. And I knew, like, I knew how I felt is the thing. Like, and I was completely authentic, genuine throughout the whole thing. And that's why I think I tried so hard, even though my gut feeling was always there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's why I was like, no, there's other things going on. It's not me. Like, I'm overthinking all that stuff. Um, and then essentially, I think we just both realized that it's this isn't it and I think we both realized it a lot sooner than we finally just walked we both tried like we really tried how does it feel now how are you doing now we haven't got to that I mean we've talked about you getting back out in the dating world we've talked about you now going home we talk about you even potentially going back on paradise but we haven't exactly asked you the question how are you now I am doing great honestly like better than ever um the last couple months were very, very tough. It took a lot of um, friends, family, self-realization, like um, self-care, a lot of that. Um, I've been going to church, doing things like that. Um, but I feel great. Like the fact that I even went on a date, <laughs> I was like, okay, you're, you're getting out there. It's good. 
rip the um, bandaid off and, and get back yeah, out there. It's important. Yeah, exactly. I'm, but great. Happy. Better than I've ever been. <laughs> well, before we let you go, Marissa, we have this burning question. Mm-hmm. We've had it since your season aired in August and September. Mm-hmm. Oh, we oh. don't know whether it's one of those things. I don't remember what they're called now. I must look it up. I must look it up. Wait, you guys press pause here. I need to know the exact. This is a big question. I've been asking this question for a long time. I'm wondering. Hold on. But it was such a big question. Where's the question? Okay, okay, okay. All right. You know what a Mandela effect is? It's like the whole generation thinks of it one way, but it's really something totally different like the berenstain bears like we've always but it's like really the berenstain bears but we've always said stan berenstain bears yeah but it's really berenstain it's like very freaking weird okay like these things happen did you make out with somebody else in paradise while you were with riley because ben and i swear that we saw it in a on teaser a preview. Mm-hmm. like we both saw it individually and other and people said they did too here yeah. Yeah. And we talked about it and nobody else seems to have brought it up except for us. But we both swear we saw it with both of our eyes individually. I think I know exactly where you're talking about um, because my family asked me the same thing. And <gasps> okay. I got on them because I'm like, if you don't know who I am, <laughs> like that's your but I think. Are you sure it wasn't Yesenia? No, it looked it, because she was already gone. I think at this point, I think, or unless they pulled an old clip, oh, teaser, yeah, yeah, yeah and come on. brought her <laughs> in. Know. Okay, so unless they brought her on, it was like a, maybe a three second of somebody's back and some guy sitting. Like you couldn't see who either of them really were, but you were, were left. Jacinia was gone. But that would make sense. That would make sense. They put Josenia in there. Yeah. But we wouldn't have even thought it would have been Josenia because she had already gone gone. home. Yeah, I think that Mm -hmm. might be what, because we both do the slick back, low bun, um, or the curly hair. We were the two with the curly hair going the whole time. Uh, You've answered it. Yeah, that was it. The only other person I made out with was Connor. Yeah. and I know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we all know that, actually. <laughs> yeah. Connor was fun. Connor's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. you Nobody answered. Else. Well, Nobody you, else. You've answered our question. I was a loyal person. Good. Well, it's been burning since the day that teaser came out. Thank you for answering it. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the Almost Famous podcast. Where can people find you and follow you and stay in touch with your life now outside of The Bachelor? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm on Instagram, uh, Marissa Gunn. Pretty much that's about it. I like to be on Twitter. I tweet here and there. I'm really low-key, though. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, Instagram, I like to – I started juicing. So, if you want to know about juicing, come on over. Okay. Love it. Sounds good. I am actually, like, very interested (laughs) – I am so glad that you're on here, that you came on. Uh, We loved watching you. And yeah, we hope to see more of you. That's right. Thank you guys for having me. It was so nice to like meet you. Nice to meet you you too. too. Yeah. Nice to meet you too. Thanks for doing this. See ya. Thank you guys. Have a good night. See ya. See ya. What keeps baby skin healthy? 
a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, 
and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. It's time for Bachelor Headlines with our resident expert, Ashley Iconetti. Hey, Ashley, here's the first headline. It's just a good headline to start out with, I think, because we've been talking about it a lot. Bachelorette's Ryan Setter is in much better place. Two years into health battle, I'm on the right path. He says, I remember when we broke this story. Uh, in fact, his wife, Trista, is hosting a podcast kind of underneath the almost famous uh, umbrella. So you guys got to go check that out. It's a great podcast. They do a great job together. Incredible chemistry. But anyways, back to her husband, Ashley. He's feeling better. Two years into health battle. What's going on? So happy that he's feeling better because we remember when it was a mystery and now we know that he has Lyme disease, Mm -hmm. which can be so awful and it can be tricky to diagnose. So he says, it's been about two years since I started to feel sick. I reflect on a journey that has challenged my life and those in it in ways that I don't suppose I'd ever imagine. He says that he gets so many questions and um, sentiments of support, people you know, diagnosing him, um, opinions. And while he's found ways that are starting to help him, he says that with Lyme disease, every journey is uniquely personal. No paths are the same. So while he would like to provide advice, he hesitates to do so. Um, He said that he feels happy and excited about how he's been improving And as appropriate, he will continue to share his story and encourage others to find ways to make them feel better. We're really excited about that. And, um, you know, my buddy had Lyme disease originally, Brandon, before, as we talked about last week, ALS. A lot of people have their strong opinions on what you should be doing when you have Lyme disease. And it's sometimes really helpful, sometimes really overwhelming. And so I totally get what he's saying just from the outside looking in. It's good to hear Ryan's doing better. Um, again, make sure you go listen to his wife talk on Formerly Famous underneath the Almost Famous umbrella. Well, Michelle Young reveals it was awkward running into her ex, Matt James, with their new partners. So Michelle was with Nate and Matt was with Rachel at the Final Four March Madness game in Minnesota. And she said on the Happy Hour podcast... She said it was unexpected to run into them. You know, when you expect to run into one of your exes at some point, it's inevitable that after you break up down the line, you can run into them. I always knew that there would come a time when Matt and I would cross paths again, you know, obviously because of the Bachelor community, not not that you always have to run into your exes. She said, Rachel and I also still catch up sometimes, so we aren't completely disconnected. But I was really surprised when we ran into them in Minnesota. That is the last place I thought we'd bump into them. Um, we've been in New York and L.A. and so much that... We'd think that we, you know, find meet up with them then, but it would come me off guard to see them in Minnesota. That doesn't seem too weird to me because of the event going on, but of course, not up to me to call 
whatever surprising surprising but she, but as far as whether it was awkward or not she said it wasn't awkward she said they were all laughing it was fun and nate gets along with everyone so it wasn't awkward or anything like that well it uh you know i just don't when i saw that picture of them all together i was like that can't be that awkward right i mean no yeah it just can't it's it, it's bachelor nation we all run into each other at some point uh well, really, really cool story here. Abigail and Noah share stunning new photos that have Bachelor Nation gushing over them. Well, I thought it was an engagement photo, so I got a little confused. I think they're just really Me sweet too. photos, right? Yeah, they're just really cute photos. I definitely was looking at the caption, looking for a ring, but it's just the two of them on the beach. Uh, very cuddly, very kissy. Uh, Abigail wrote that Noah is the butter to her toast. And I feel like there could be engagement in their future within the next year. What do you think? I would be shocked if there isn't. They, they like absolutely shocked. They, I mean, we had them on the podcast, and they just seem to get it. They seem to be so in love with each other. It feels like they're comfortable with each other. I don't know. It just it's one of those couples that you're like, yeah, they they're like perfect for each other. Um, so yeah, yeah they're, so, cute. they're cute. Well, speaking of uh, love. And being very cute. Bachelor in Paradise's Joe and Serena gush over New York City move. Going to be fun, they say. So, um, Serena just moved to New York. And it seems like they're going to be living there together. But Joe is going to keep his place in Chicago, too. Because he says, I'll be going back and forth between here and Chicago. But he's always wanted to live in New York City. So this is the time. They're happy about happy about it. He says that it'll make things easier. Uh, travel's been kind of part of their lives since the beginning of their engagement um, and part of their careers and their relationship. But they are excited to be in like one place together. And they're just they're excited about the fun to be had. I, uh, you know, tell me if I'm crazy here, Ashley. But wasn't one of Kendall and Joe's biggest disagreements is he didn't want to leave Chicago. And so I think. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So I feel like this is like a good sign for their relationship that he's saying, no, I'll leave Chicago for you, girl. Oh, wow. No. You know, do you disagree that with that? Down on me. No, 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 no. I bet you he feels like there's a little bit of a difference between L.A. and New York. I mean, New York is a lot closer to Chicago than Chicago is to L.A. And it does sound like he's going to be bouncing back and forth. Yeah. I don't think that he's thinking that New York is going to be his permanent home. With with Kendall, L.A., she wanted to be their permanent home forever. Like, she was never going to move because that's where her family was. So maybe this is just like a temporary, fun sort of short stint. But... That being said, I feel like usually, you know, if it's the person, if that person is the person, you will go anywhere for them. I, uh, I, I totally understand that. And I think one of the best things to judge where you're at in a relationship is to try to make a big decision together and uh, and see how both of you are feeling. Is it, I mean, maybe the question is, is it worth it or not? And obviously right now he's saying, of course it is, which is awesome to hear. Well, hey, final headline of today. Um, Clayton uh, Eckerd, uh, the most recent Bachelor, and uh, Susie Evans, his girlfriend, uh, are traveling across the country right now. They just stopped in Denver, I know. I saw some videos of that. 
Well, he also brings Susie then to his hometown, uh, kind of off of the start of this road trip. Uh, Ashley, how'd it go? Susie and Clayton are going from his home state of Arizona and driving all the way to Virginia. And they're going to be hitting some monumental points in all of their lives along the way, including his home state of Missouri. He's taken her back to the football field where his career started at his high school. And the two of them are really going to get to know each other if they're driving pretty much completely across country. This is going to be a great road trip uh, for them to go on. And, you know, I think... Uh, one of the biggest pieces of advice I got when I started dating Jessica was go on a road trip and see how you do. If you make it through a road trip, you can make it through anything. So let's see if Clayton and Susie make it through this road trip. Well, hey, uh, thanks to Marissa Gunn for coming on the podcast today. Uh, thanks to Ashley for sitting down and walking through all of these headlines with us. Um, this is uh, it for this week. And uh, we're going to be back next week with another great episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. Until then, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye, guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. 
Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.